Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, there's a new atheist on the block. Oh, there, there always is. Uh, we we uh, are gaining ground every which way yeah. you look. But, but, um, but Christian boy band member, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, we got high-profile Christian who has lost his faith. Yeah, is it we're was the boy about, band? What was it? I don't. It's a band. I've never even heard of it. But anytime you get a high-profile Christian coming over to the dark side, yeah, I I start to wonder: uh, is this going to be good for us? And that's oh, and that's the that's question we're asking. Because why wouldn't it be good for us? Oh, there are reasons, that Frank. Is the there question. are reasons. Okay. All right. Well, that's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. 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 So stick around for that. But, <laughs> but let's do some, some stories first. Okie dokie, Dan. Um, boy, where do I start? <laughs> oh, no. I'll start with this one Moldovan. Moldov- Moldova. Yeah, Moldova. Sure. Moldova, right? the yeah. Moldovan church that I'm going to be talking about. Oh. Um, or I guess I should say the Orthodox Church in Moldova uh, has denounced uh, the uh, potential COVID vaccine as an anti-Christian plot. Now, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, they, they're, they're, getting, uh, they're getting this out there <laughs> quick and early. <laughs> Good Lord. They, they, they want you got to stay be, ahead of these things. Oh, yeah, absolutely do. You know, um, they say that it's a satanic plan to microchip people. Okay. Um, and or at least to introduce other foreign devices into the human body. Uh, <laughs> God that, damn it. And, and this is so just like straight down the, the, the standard uh, conspiracy theory line. It, yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, see, let's see. They this was a press release. Right from the church, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. says the global anti-Christian system wants to introduce microchips into people's bodies, uh, with whose help they can control them through 5G technology. Right? <laughs> um, they claim that uh, Bill Gates, you know, yes, of course, everybody Bill knows Gates. Bill Gates. He's our uh, new Antichrist. I, yeah. Once once Obama left office and disappointingly wasn't <laughs> the Antichrist, uh, they, they had to find one quick. They've been looking. They've been trying different people on for size, but Gates is yeah. the new guy. Uh, yeah. So he's apparently the one behind creating um, this microchipping technology, um, yeah. and uh, they plan on introducing it into the population through a COVID vaccine. Yeah. Uh, they, the statement says, quote, vaccination introduces nanoparticles into the body that react to the waves transmitted by 5G technology <laughs> and allow the system to control humans remotely. Wow. What in the fuck? Where? That's, what? This is like amazing. insanity. Uh, listen, there was a there was an article that came out. Uh, I actually talked about this on uh, How to Heretic. There was an article that came out that said that 40% of United States Republicans believe that's true. That not necessarily the whole thing. There's like, you know, not necessarily the 5G or the whatever, but like the Bill Gates is going to try and like m microchip us. 40% of, of Republicans oh, in the U.S. believe that's true. God. This is just... All somebody like Alex Jones has to do is just like think it up, say it, and then everybody believes it, whether this yeah. came directly from him or not. But like his, oh type, no, he did. Right, he, he started. He actually well, launched I'm sure he's a lot of this it. Stuff. Did he? Yeah. Okay. But never, ne never, uh, never mind any of that. Like this is, I, I, I don't understand these conservative Christian types who are seemingly like what 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 do they have against <laughs> medical intervention and protecting themselves against something that maybe wouldn't hurt them specifically very much but that on a grand scale is going to hurt a lot of people 
I'll tell you like, what. Like, why not it, be part of the solution instead right? of like, and and, and, and like the and, and seriously, it's anything that comes down the pike with with COVID nineteen. They're dead set against any of it helping them, whether it's masks or social distancing. Like Christianity is just better than that. And it's like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you people? Because they're covered in Christ's blood, which is so oh, much better, no. and they're they're safe. They're it's all just a hoax anyway. Yeah, unfortunately, there's uh, far too much on the internet and far too little, uh, far too few people who are able to actually think their way to uh, healthy thinking about anything these days. <sighs> I'm so mad. <sighs> and 5G. Wait, what's hilarious 5G? to me? What, what, what's what, a, what did T-Mobile do? How did they screw right. this up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that was another like QAnon. Somebody, somebody just said, "Hey, watch out for five G. They, they're putting, right? They're putting crazy like what, whatever. All those new towers are being installed. Like, what, what was it? Yeah, it was. And then and somebody just said it, and all they have to do is say it, and then everybody loses their goddamn minds. <sighs> They're being just, trained to not believe any official story that comes out. So, but it's why like, do well, they believe that? What I don't understand is if you, if you, if you're so like unwilling to believe anything, right? That's real. Right. What is it about the most crazy, the most insane thing imaginable? Why is that the one you pick? Yeah. Have you read their book? <laughs> Because I've read a lot of their book, and it's chock full. Like, if you believe in that book, then you expect crazy. Like, that's how you think the world's supposed to work, is like insane machinations and evil coming from every every corner of the earth. And so you see a 5G tower being put in, and you're just like, oh my god! That's going to kill us. That's They're coming gonna for gonna us. Kill us. That's Satan right there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> They are I think a they're loading it up looking, with... though. I mean, I mean, you've seen them being installed around town, right? Yeah, they're like fucking everywhere. Yeah, There's, it's it's good. It's uh, they're putting demons directly into the airwaves. It's great. <laughs> well, I'm gonna take us. I'm, I'm gonna talk a little bit about uh, you know, pe the people want to get back to their regular lives with this whole COVID-19 thing, they just, it, it, they're ready to get back. And I've been dry, uh, around town here and seen plenty of people doing just that. Uh, they are not, they, 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 there's no pandemic anymore as far as at least half our country is concerned. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wish I was right there with them, to be honest. Well, I'm so fucking tired of this thing. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I get the impulse, right? Like, oh, I get it too. Uh, it's just, just that how much you want it, and have people bring me things, right? I miss right. it. I <laughs> want to go to movies, but having uh, having the desire for it to be a certain way doesn't affect how the world actually is. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, that's the desire is winning over the actuality in a lot of ways, and one of those ways is church. And here's the thing. Church is probably one of the worst things you could do if you want to avoid getting mm. a pandemic mm -hmm. uh, uh, virus. Because it is people gathering in crowds. It is people singing and breathing incredibly heavily to mm -hmm. directly at each other. It and is yeah. And apparently singing is like one of the worst things, right? Because yeah. you're projecting so much and you're like... And it's this constant wide open the whole time, spewing forth of, of 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 virus, right? Yeah, taking deep breaths in and then pushing lots of air out. So, yeah, church couldn't be a worse idea. But maybe everybody's maybe they, yeah. really, really, really interested in making in church opening up again. Well, um, maybe maybe one of the requirements for church reopening, Dan, is that we should um, require humming instead. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Right? Like, Is issue everybody a kazoo. <laughs> and then just put a filter on the end of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so here's how this is playing out. Uh, last week, Donald Trump made the announcement that uh, he was now changing the uh, a worship service to an essential 
uh, thing, which, you know, there was this category of essential businesses or whatever, which were things like grocery stores and, yeah. you know, it, just sort of things that people could really not get by without. Mm. And now he's put worship services on that list. Well, what does that mean? Not much, because all of the governors are kind of in charge of how their states open things up. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but he then went ahead and threatened the governors saying, if they try to overrule me, I will overrule them or whatever, which is <laughs> hilarious because he had literally no way of doing that. Right. No, at least no legal means of doing that. But that was his big threat. Um, and then, but here's the funny thing is that for weeks, Trump refused to release the CDC had drafted documents for how to safely reopen churches and Trump refused to release it, uh, thinking that it was government overreach with churches or whatever. Oh so he finally uh, has said he's going to release those. We don't, I, I, I couldn't find them yet, except in a leaked version that would be a, a you know, a, a draft that uh, AP got their hands on. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, you know, you've got places like California where they're looking at how to how to possibly reopen churches you know most of California California's in a uh, a phased reopening plan mm -hmm. it's a four stage uh, plan and they're basically in phase two of that plan or at least most of them most of right. California is and reopening churches isn't until phase three right so that's kind of funny uh, and basically, California, their their framework that would permit it, they they announced their framework that would permit uh, counties to allow in-person worship services, mm -hmm. which included, you know, you have to have fewer than 100 worshipers mm -hmm. there. Uh, everybody's got to have their temperature taken to come in, limited singing mm. and group recitations, meaning you we don't all say the Lord's prayer at the same time. Cause that's stupid and like not sharing prayer books or hymn hymnals or whatever. I don't think these people making these rules understand what church is all about. <laughs> right. I am going to say that. And I'm actually kind of saying it seriously. Right. Like, like <laughs> not in defense of church, but in defense of like, like we, what you think these Christians are going to be happy with that. Right. Well, like, you know, it's like a test of the Christian uh, uh, honesty, because like, if but, but they're like, if they're legit, then they should follow these guidelines to no, the I know, letter. But they all think that like Rome is coming after them right now, right? Like, they, it's they, true, and and that's that's where this is like. I would almost just say, open. Oh God, just do it. Let them. That's let, the... because like, and I know it's awful, but it's what they want. It gets rid of any kind of persecution thing that, that they feel like they're going through right now. And they get to see the consequences of it. Yeah, except the consequences of it also involve the rest of us. I know. That's the problem. I mean, that is the problem. But so, but anyway, it, oh, they're trying... I wish you could just put a little dome over that church or, I don't know, like... Right? You can, you can go to church. You just can't leave. Yeah, why not? Move go, in. Go ahead. Go in. We'll... Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll you know, you can you, you can pews. have Those groceries delivered. Cots, you know, you can just yeah. sleep there. Yeah, and live uh, at church. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's an interesting side note to this whole uh, affair, which is that there is, and we've we've reported on this, a congressional free thought caucus. I think it's like f maybe four members of Congress. Uh, but they did issue a lengthy statement uh, that was talking about how they basically accused uh, the the Trump administration of shredding the U.S. Constitution in order to uh, to to get the churches reopened, which I think is an interesting uh, tack to take. Yeah, they say. Uh, Basically, because basically, Trump is just buying into this whole thing. Well, Trump doesn't care. He just wants. He just knows that he can't lose any more votes. Uh, yeah. voters. So he just wants to please. Which is why a bunch he should be protecting them, right? Because the well, way he's going, they're 
a large number of the voters, I mean, not 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 a massive number, but a large number are going to get sick and potentially die. Right, right. Or at very least, you know, you have one member of a con- congregation die and the rest of them go, huh, maybe Trump was not so smart as we thought he was after all. Yeah, that's not hmm. going to happen. That's the one anyway, part Anyway, yeah, they, so... They're pretty so, convinced he's their little savior. Well, they are. Yeah. Uh, but those ones, he's got in it. You know, the, the people that are that convinced, he doesn't have to do anything to to uh, keep them true. around. That's fair. he's he's being really dumb here. Hopefully, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, most he assuredly, did. he's being dumb. Yeah. He might just be really lucky. Yeah, it'll be interesting but. to see. All right. Uh, what happens? But yeah, it was it was interesting that he got called out by a small uh, group of Congress people. I can't believe how silent it feels like Congress has been about all of this. But there you go. Oh, yeah. Well, Dan. Yeah. One reason that he probably wants to get churches back open uh, has to do with the fact that uh, when churches are closed. There's no collection plate going around. Well, that's true. Right? Um, and so there's uh, the churches, especially the, your smaller uh, little churches, um, are seeing just massive falloffs in, in giving right now. In large part because the plate's not going around, but also because um, uh, a lot of their their members, right? They're the, yeah. the, the, the congregants. You know, their congregants are laid off yeah we have this this you know ridiculous unemployment rate overnight essentially right um and so if they have any uh waiters bartenders hairdressers uh anything service industry right um essentially anything service industry um they they don't have money to be giving right? right and and he, this this article that I read about this uh, actually had a very interesting statistic that I was unaware of, um, which is so they were talking specifically in this article about this this one uh, sixty five member evangelical church in Jackson, Mississippi, Aww. and then it says that um, about half of U.S. congregations are the size of this congregation or smaller. What? That's adorable, right? Sixty-five like, members, or or smaller, and, or and, fewer, or yeah, wow. or, yeah. And they, and, and so when I, I started thinking about it, I was like, wow, I guess that's probably true. Like when you, like if when you drive through rural America, there are all those little tiny churches, right? Oh little, yeah, just the little ones, the little storefronts in and, strip malls and storefronts in exactly right. And it's just all of these small, 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 small churches. And so when you, when you start thinking about that and how fragile those, those ministers and their, their ability, the, the, both their income and their ability to keep that church open, how fragile that situation is, right? Yeah. Um, th- it is projected that a lot of churches are going to close. Now, some of that may be temporarily, you know, it's not like the believers are going to go away. In overnight, right. right? Um, and so, but a lot of them might go find a larger congregation or a new congregation or what have you. Um, and it's really going to change the landscape of, uh, um, of, of American Christianity in a lot of ways, at, I at, least, so. at least for a while, right? Like I would assume that over time the economy comes back, whatever, um, that a lot of these smaller like people who were, more prone to a, a small religious community might uh, seek out new ones as other pastors open them up again or whatnot. Right. But like, but at least for the time being, uh, these these places are 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 in trouble, and I don't feel badly about that. But um, <laughs> but it's a fact, and it and and it 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 makes it makes you wonder about you know the future for for these well you know every time there's a big shakeup in the uh, american religious landscape i figure that so that helps us 
Like every every time people like people are given pause mm. to think about religion yeah, rather okay. than just sort of in autopilot mode, I figure that helps us out. So yeah. I'm okay. all for it. That's that's an interesting that's an interesting thought. A little yeah. chaos helps us out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I I I th- I think we'll see another uh, big drop in Christianity in the in the upcoming months. Well, I'm going to talk uh, now about a uh, a story that I think we ta- we may have talked about this way back in 2016, uh, which is a story about a uh, a kid who uh, who her you know this was this was a young man who uh, was a special needs kid, and uh, his mom put him into the Big Brothers Big Sisters program so that he could have just a mentor or somebody to to guide him. Uh, which is great, which is cute, um, until the mentor that he got, his big brother, uh, took him and with, uh, without getting any permission from the family, baptized him. <gasps> no. Yeah. Uh, and there was a whole big thing about that. Uh, you know, obviously that is an awful thing to do to uh, and apparently the kid was traumatized by the whole thing because he didn't understand what was happening and he didn't uh he, he didn't know why he was going to be held under he explained to them that he was afraid and they just oh, told him that, no. no 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 this is fine and and they went ahead and yeah this was an immersion baptism so they just splooshed him under the water Against his will and against and without getting any consent from parents or anything like that. Oh my god. Well they filed uh, criminal charges, uh, or they filed a report uh, hoping for criminal charges, which apparently, because there was no physical harm to the child, the physical <laughs> the the criminal charges were dropped, which I think is insane because trauma is trauma, right? And it doesn't need to be physical. But I don't know how the law works. I'm not a lawyer. Anyway. Then they filed a federal lawsuit uh, on behalf of the mother and her husband. Um, and they went after the local chapter of Big Brothers Big Sisters and mm. the, guy, the, the guy who was assigned to the kid and the pastor who performed the thing. And uh, the, uh, the, there was a court-appointed guardian uh, ad litem. I don't know what that means. Who apparently was showing up and uh, and proselytizing to the family and stuff. So, like all of these people were named in this big federal uh, lawsuit. Jesus Christ! And that also died. They also they they basically the uh, the judge basically uh, said that there was no there was no uh, there was nothing there, um, which I think is crazy. Um, uh, yeah, the judge said that the that the guardian wasn't a government actor, so the the charge against her couldn't be could couldn't go forward, and neither were these were the big brother and blah blah blah. He was a volunteer anyway. That got tossed out. So in April of eighteen, American atheists uh, who was who was helping this family sued again in state court arguing that uh, the people were in violation of at least Ohio law, if not federal law. Oh, okay. And uh, that that was back in 2018, two years ago. Finally, now, after all of this time, they, uh, the, there has been a settlement. Now we don't know what the, what the terms are of that settlement, but apparently, according to American atheists, the family is pleased with the outcome, so yeah, all right. There you go. Uh, all of that for something that is so clearly unethical, so diabolically gross. Yeah, and they had to go through all of that and be turned down by so many. Like, and yeah, there's just no help from any corner until finally, four years later, yeah. they have they have some sort of solution assault by religion right yeah it's just crazy it's just crazy like the balls on these guys to think that they can just do that I, you know 
Lord knows our our former religion used to love to do that. There was a whole program for the missionaries to go out and like just baptize the kids just to get the numbers going. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Uh, fortunately, my mission was not one of those. Yeah. I wouldn't have worked where I was at No, it, they. I think they did that mostly in developing countries. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dan. Yeah. Oh, my God, this story. I should have done a better <laughs> sort of, like, story sandwich. Because um, this, this, one, this one's a no good one. But it is a COVID story. So there is that. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. There was um, a priest, a Hindu priest, as far as I can tell. Who walks into a bar. Who walks into a bar. A <laughs> uh, 70-year-old priest who um, apparently uh, had a vision. Um, okay. A, a goddess uh, that uh, appeared to him. And like they do. And said that the, the the thing that needed to be done in order to get rid of this whole COVID nonsense uh, is that he needed to behead somebody. Oh, God. And so uh, there was a, a 55-year-old man uh, who was in the on the premises of the temple where this priest, you know, worked. Yeah. Um, and he was praying... <laughs> Oh and God! The priest comes in with a scythe and starts hacking at his neck. Jesus Christ! Beheads him. Oh my um, God! And is subsequently, you know, arrested. Yeah. And uh, you know, COVID's <sighs> still around. Damn it! You mean it, <laughs> it didn't, didn't, work? didn't work? After all of that, he obeys the crazy vision in his head. He, surprise! And it's still, surprise! <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, okay. First of all, I'm impressed that there was a scythe lying around. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Can you fucking believe that? This? Is horrific. And so he's just like, and he's apparently he's still just like, yeah, no, the goddess told me to do it. Right. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but wasn't there like a quid pro quo here? Wasn't there like <laughs> right. a, did, she said that if you did it, this would happen. And right. the other thing didn't, it didn't, you did your part. She's a piece yeah. of shit. Did, did the goddess say anything about you having temporal lobe epilepsy? <laughs> because may, maybe it wasn't Ooh. the goddess that said yeah. that. Um, You'll notice or that schizophrenia. I, that could I, be schizophrenia. Uh, who knows? Very much so avoided any names. Oh, God. This, That's uh, just insane. Was it just was it that guy that was supposed to be beheaded or just a person? I, I think it was uh yeah, fairly haphazard. I, I think just, it was like, you gotta go get me somebody. And he's like, Okay. I mean, well, my, you know, I'm there's surprised. a lot of precedent in Hindu lore for the removal of heads. But usually you pop a, an animal head back on there and you're fine. Mm. Get, an, get an elephant, just pop his head on. You got yourself <laughs> a, a Ganesh. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how it all works. Um, but clearly there's you know, some problem in his head. I mean, was this the first time? Is this just the first time he got caught? Like, you know, right. what other horrible <laughs> things... Have, have gods told him to do right like maybe oh. not beheadings but like you know wow. go go get me a finger you know right yeah or or yeah kill a cat i'm kill sure it a cat. Out. yeah kill a cat for sure yeah well oh my god that's that's horrific that is a terrible terrible thing that happened um and it didn't work and it didn't work and that's didn't what work. that's that's the real that's camper the, well the i'm gonna tell away. you about uh a terrible thing it's less terrible. It's just, it's an inconvenience. There was an inconvenience in Wisconsin uh, a, a little bit ago, which is interesting. Uh, what happened was, now, apparently uh, in Wisconsin, the law says that you, if you don't have an officiant for your wedding, you can just mutually declare that you take each other as husband and wife or whatever the same-sex equivalent, wife and wife, or husband and husband. Yeah. Uh, and and that mutual declaration is enough, and bada-bing, bada-boom, you're married. Okay. 
So, a couple of atheists, who obviously didn't want any priests involved in their wedding, went to uh, get married, and they, uh, they signed their, their document and said, hey, we, uh, we're just declaring that we're getting married, and the clerk apparently denied it. How so? Uh, and apparently did so with basically by saying, uh, you, because you're atheist, you can't, we're, we're, you, you can't do it. You have to have somebody religious involved. Well, how did they know that they were atheists? Uh, they must have declared it in some way or or other. Um, so they were mm. refused. Yeah, they were. So somehow, the county officials just said that they had to have an officiant in order to proceed, because they uh, they needed to be religious. Jesus. Christ. If they had been religious, apparently, uh, they would have. They everything would have been fine. They would have just been allowed to right. just declare it themselves. But right. Here's the thing. When an atheist declares something, can you even believe them? Mm, you can't no, even believe them. You can't them. believe them. How do you how do you even know they're they're telling the truth? You yeah. can't. So uh, anyway, yeah, yeah you that's need a some, fun little thing. Some religion or some some has to be involved, Dan. <sighs> Otherwise, what is it? Just just some legal just two arrangement? Yeah. Who want to like dedicate their lives to each other and Live together that and share make any sense. like that. That share their lives. That doesn't. Yeah, bullshit. That, that's stupid. What about it's God? Stupid. Isn't isn't there a third member of this relationship? <laughs> right. Isn't there someone you guys are forgetting? <laughs> Put, let's get let's get Jesus in the bed with you. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, they're uh, they're suing, but that's just some crazy kooky banana stuff that's going on out there in the world. Uh, oh my God. And listen. Uh, all you listeners, if you would like to talk to us or write into us about any of this, please give us some feedback. Write write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of voicemails lately, but, yeah. but do call in. We love to hear your voice. Uh, also, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Also, follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah, do that. Stay tuned. Hey, Dan. Hey. Have you ever heard of Hank... Cunning man? He's Cunny, definitely not Cunny a cunning man. man. Yeah, okay. Uh, he, he's like yeah, a pastor I'm, guy, right? Yeah. He's a preacher. And he has a sermon for us. Oh, boy. He's, gonna, he's one of those guys. He's going to yell at us a lot. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, but he is certain that... Uh, well, he's Trump has to win again. Otherwise, the whole world is going to collapse on us. So he, he's, he's providing a way forward on that front. Sometimes we hear prophecies today. Here's a big one. Will President Trump get reelected in 2020? Well, let me ask you a question. Are you willing to do two things? Are you willing to vote? We are subject to a democracy. It doesn't matter what the prophets prophesy fully. You have to vote. Second, it depends. Are you going to leave God alone? And let the Antichrist, the party of the non-religious, who murder babies and think it's okay. And they don't care if churches open up. In fact, they've tried every angle they could to use the virus to do it. Because they don't have a revelation of spending time with God. Because those who spend time with God have a different perspective. And they can see contrary agendas. They want to push God out of our society. Push God out of our schools. Push God out of the mindsets and the theologies of our schools and our universities. You know why I believe that President Trump will be elected? Because I believe there's enough smart people that aren't getting caught up in the foolish rhetoric that the enemy has tried to
bite on, get you to bite on. I believe we have a friend of Jesus Christ and his church. We prophesied February 9th as they wrote about it falsely. And God said because of this administration, and I say it again, you will find my mercy. You cannot tell me when a president stands up and says, we need more prayer in our churches. Prayer is a good thing. When a president a month ago calls a nation to pray to the almighty God, not to a defeated entity, but to the very God that this nation was dedicated to, Jesus Christ, Yeshua. You invoke the blessing of God. You invoke the mercy of God. When a president on Friday says, it's time for the churches to open. Again, we're not reckless people. We're not uncompliant. We are not foolish people, presumptuous people. We are people of faith. We have invoked and brought forth now the mercy of God. I'm not saying that there won't be any other cases or deaths. I'm simply saying something is about to shift to where we are going to see God's hand and God's power in a way that we have not seen before that is going to outweigh what we have had to see over the last few months of this brand new decade. Well, woo! that is some fire and brimstone, baby. Yeah, I mean, he is seriously, you know, like a sound mixer's nightmare. Like, <laughs> he goes soft and he's like, oh, just yelling. Like, I thought I, I yeah, saw but... like the stage kind of shake when he was like, Ugh! oh, I see. You know, just... that's, that's what's going to make him, that's what's <sighs> making him popular. Yeah. He, he likes to take it real, real big and then he likes to bring it down small. Yeah. And, what, what? and he likes. <laughs> What was the thing at the beginning where he's like, he's talking about, you know, like, uh, uh, prophecy or prophets. <laughs> what was, what's his name? And then he's like, and if you don't vote, then the prophecies That's, don't matter. Yeah. Fully. All, not all the way. No. Not the, quite. I, yeah. And it's like, wait a second. Wait a second. Did he just admit that prophecy is just wishful thinking? Yeah. Yeah, he one hundred percent. Legitimately, did. like it, they don't. I always <laughs> thought they thought that prophecy was supposed to happen. Yeah, I Otherwise, don't think he meant to say point? that. What's the <laughs> point if it's not meant to happen? Right. If it's if it's not if if literally you can vote it away. Yeah. It's not a prophecy. Yeah. That's just. You wanting something? Yeah, so like that's... the church invites this prop, this this wishful thinker to come over. Yeah, yeah, hey, exactly. wishful thinker, come and say what what you really want, right? <laughs> I want Donald Trump to serve for four more administrations. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Well, then, thank you, wishful thinker. Thanks, wishful thinker. <laughs> we so we appreciate you. <laughs> We value you, wishful thinker. <laughs> Let's oh. all take a moment and and wish right along with him. Right. Yeah, but there are some people who are really, really good at wishful thinking, so <laughs> they're the experts. <laughs> I almost play. We. I almost suggested a clip by Mark Taylor, the professional fire, the firefighter wishful, wishful thinker, thinker. <laughs> who who was like quadrupling down on his. Uh, on his prophecy from like way back in 2015 or whatever that Obama was going to be stripped of his presidency. Oh God, that yeah. was what he meant was he was going to be impeached, but then that didn't happen, mm. but he's still doubling down because he's sure that Obama is going to be, uh, tried for, uh, for treason or whatever. Obama gate. It's Obama gate. That's it's powerful gonna, it's wishful thinking. Oh, Really, really good. Uh, we had some folks write into us. I wanted to get to some some emails. We had Mike write into us, who said, "Hi, Frank and Dan, love the podcast. I was listening to your recent episode where you were talking about your diminishing faith in humanity. Mm. Oh, remember that? Yeah, yeah, that was a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I have to say, 
I'm in Frank's camp on this. Oh. I don't know if even a cataclysmic event like the Holocaust happening now would shock America out of this polarized trend toward authoritarianism, rising racism, basically all the Trump-era bullshit we are seeing. I don't know if it's possible to fix things without major changes to our current media culture. I honestly think if there had been the internet and social media during Hitler's reign, I don't know if they would have ever gotten past it as a society. <laughs> My... He goes on, uh, my predictive, uh, uh, my perspective on our current situation as an American is that Americans in general are selfish assholes. Yeah. There has been t so little need for us to make any real personal sacrifice for the greater good for so long that we have all, all but lost our sense of community. Sorry for the gloom and doom, just my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, I, we are a, a very privileged, uh, uh, country and we I mean Are we can we, learn from I mean <laughs> yeah maybe like in economic terms right for uh, and, and especially and, and, uh, for the a wealthy. lot of us right not not all of us right, right? there's yeah, such I mean, great disparity in this country you know there is but but I mean even in what is turning into the second great depression of our uh, you know of the the United States of America I'm doing fine you know what I mean like I'm not doing great I'm a little you're, worried about my finances sure. right now at the moment you're like, surviving and I'm yeah. doing fine you're I'm eating, eating. You're, you're sheltered I've, you're not yeah too worried about I've, it at the moment I've got a pretty nice life so yeah. so I would say that yeah like it's a pretty privileged position to be in and uh and I think that makes complacency and uh, I think selfish assholes is a pretty decent way of phrasing what America is, is made of. Yeah. I don't uh, know. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll be beaten into, into some sort of understanding about, you know, collective good and stuff. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, Tim wrote into us. Uh, Tim said, I've had similar thoughts about how long how long away from church it would take to break the habit for many casual churchgoers. This was a reference to our last week's conversation, Frank. Mm -hmm. The other thing I wonder is how do they see God's part in all this? I routinely see memes posted to my Facebook feed that state something along the lines of, never doubt God's in change. I guess that this is supposed to be comforting. My question is, how would any of this be any different if there was an all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful God pulling the strings? The virus would still play out its life cycle. Humans would still die. What could they point to that was God that God is doing? Hmm. I think that's a great question. Hmm. Like, okay, let's assume that you're right, and and God is is working his miracles he's just magic and he's making it all happen how does that help us right now what possible thing could i look to to feel good about god right now hmm yeah, yeah. that's a good question <laughs> he okay. loves us yeah it's true he does he and uh, he's setting do, us up for you know those in time struggles dan and then we uh, get to reap all the rewards. I'm pretty sure that, uh, as they have done for centuries, the believers believe these are the end time struggles. Ugh. We're not being set up for them. We're in the midst of them. They are around us. Boy, the end times. It's really long. It's, it's been going it's, on for like 2,000 years. It has been. It has been. It's been going on ever since Jesus said, uh, this generation will not pass away before this happens. Yeah. And uh, it's just been a really long end times. Per personally, um, after, I mean, it's after 2000 years, I'm a little tired of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving up on it entirely. <laughs> I think it's the beginning times. I, I'm, I'm restarting the clock. There you go. Well, do we have anybody to thank? We do, Dan. We have uh, two new patrons on Patreon. Um, these these kind folk went over to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and clicked on the support tab. And there's some options there. And then one of them is to go over to Patreon. 
and where we're running yeah. we've been running a little campaign for you know a, a while now um and uh, we have quite a quite a lot of supporters on it and it's and it's and it's a, it's it's amazing to have everybody's support and anyway so these two new supporters are both signed up at the elder level we've got two new elders two new elders now dan we could send them on a mission together you could but elder <laughs> is more than just the missionaries you, everybody out there you might know sort of the mormon missionaries as elders if you've ever met one they have this title elder right and it's yeah, ludicrous is, because so, they're 19 years old right um, it's very galling <laughs> but it's actually an office in the priesthood in the holy yes. melchizedek priesthood uh, <laughs> oh. in fact and it's it's a it's an office uh that's uh it, it holds a lot of uh of uh uh, what would you call it? Authority, sway, sway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, an, an you adult, can start. an adult man in the church should be an elder, right? Yeah, if everything's pretty been much going everybody. okay, all you know, right in his life, he's an elder, right? Which yeah. means he can, you know, do any number of of uh, ward callings. Um, he's magic not, tricks. He can do, he can do magic tricks. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't have enough authority though to like. You know, lead a congregation or do stuff like that. But, oh no! But he he's, he's got enough to like go home and make sure his kids get little blessings and whatnot. Anyway, so yeah, we have can, two new elders. Can, yeah, there you go. Two new elders have they? entered the world. We have Brenna, and we have Joshua. So thank you guys! Wow, um, amazing! And congratulations! Yeah, on, on your priesthood. And then, yeah. uh, as always, we have our top donor, our Lord and Savior. Davis! Davis! All right. Well, you guys are amazing. You're the wind beneath our wings. We really appreciate you so much. Uh, and as Frank said, if any of you guys out there want to join them and help support our little cause, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab and it'll help you out. And we sure appreciate you. Thanks, guys. So Dan, yeah, um, a, there's a new atheist in the world. Dan, <laughs> yes, there is. Well, ev I mean, every time a human being is born, there's a new atheist in the world. <laughs> but uh, but then they get that sort of like knocked out of them. But they what? But we got one of them back. Yeah, <laughs> there's a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're talking about John Steingard, who's uh famous a famous guy apparently i don't know him uh but the lead singer of the christian rock band hawk nelson which that's that's not a good name <laughs> no that's a terrible that's a name terrible band name for hawk a band nelson hawk nelson they did that hawk thing like where you just bird. put two names into the hat and pull them out or two words right, in, right? yeah you're just like okay we are random we are now band name generator sort of hawk thing. oh <laughs> please don't let it be banjo <laughs> hawk banjo is a better name <laughs> anyway uh so he recently uh in a in a lengthy instagram uh post said that he uh he is no longer a believer in god so boom oh wow okay we got ourselves i mean he calls himself an agnostic as uh as we all did when we were first taking our <laughs> our first when we're dipping our toe into mm. the water of non-belief mm -hmm. not me full-on yeah, atheist I, I, I just i was like nah <laughs> you're like fuck, fuck that, that fence sitting yeah day one uh I, I, I think, I don't know if, I, I don't know what wording I used other than just like, I stopped being a Mormon and I knew I wasn't Mormon. And then for a while there, I was like, I don't know, maybe there's a God. I don't seem like there oh, is. really And then eventually it was just like, okay, well, I guess I just don't have a belief in a God. So I'm atheist. That'll be fine. Hmm. Anyway, uh, you know, here's, here's what this made me think about when, uh, because when a high profile anything you know last we last week i did we talk about it on this or just on the uh on the uh the the patrons only business but there was there was the the woman who was uh 
who 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 was the Roe and Roe v. Wade, who had a deathbed confession that she had been paid yeah, that was on to the switch sides. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. When someone switches sides, they become pretty even higher profile than they might have been beforehand. Mm. They are suddenly important. And here's the thing about uh, somebody like this uh, Josh, what's his name? Oh, I Steingard. Said John, oh, John Steingard. John Steingard. The thing about somebody like that is he could he could parlay this if he wanted to. It doesn't seem like he wants to, but he could parlay this into, a, you know, a meaningful uh, career as a as as a new atheist, as a high profile atheist, which. I don't begrudge him. You know what I mean? Like, that's an interesting move to make. Uh, But he's, you know, when, but I always get a little wary of guys, of people who are, you know, brand new to a, uh, to a movement or to a group who then suddenly are, you know, have the opportunity if they choose to, to go with it of being a mouthpiece for that group of suddenly representing that group. Yeah. And it makes me a little nervous. I'll be honest with you. I mean, Whenever something like this happens, there's this rush to sort of get them out in front of the world and uh, get them talking about it. Uh, just because, believe me, I'm all for the visibility that this gives uh, that this gives atheism. You know what I mean? I'm I love it. Well, the thing that I was reading about this whole thing was the sort mm-hmm. of the the dialogue that he's trying to create on his Instagram feed, if I remember correctly. Um, where he's kind of like trying to like have a discussion with his followers who are ostensibly fans of his of him and his music right right and and uh and i mean that's an interesting thing and you know like you obviously aren't in in his position right right and then decide to uh come out as an atheist right without there and any i mean there's always a process that gets somebody there but like like my guess is he didn't believe for quite a while right yeah right so he's yeah, had he's some been time. going through some self-torture yeah. for a minute yeah and so he's had a lot of time to kind of figure it out and and here's the deal as long as he doesn't uh, or anybody sort of in that kind of position as long as they don't stand up and say uh and and and, and be sort of tone deaf enough to to say that I'm speaking for this community now, right? Right. Um, as long as there's as, as they're willing just to say, "Hey, this was my experience." I think there's there's incredible value there, right? Um, I do too. Um, it, but again, as long as uh, they they sort of do it with the proper perspective and dare I say, and this humility, guy seems to be right? doing it. He seems to be doing great. Like he's he's being. Uh, he's just talking about his experience and uh, and and you know I, I can't imagine how terrifying it must be for him to be perfectly honest. Yeah, his entire career, he's got this this group of people that has supported him and has looked to him, and he, at least in their eyes, he knows he's going to be betraying them. So I I feel like I uh, I feel for the guy. Like this is a terrifying thing to have to to go through it's it i i know of i you know i've heard of so many stories of people who you know priests or or pastors who wanted who realized that they didn't believe anymore Mm -hmm. and it's like your whole career is gone and you've got oh you you know i mean pastors are just screwed right yeah um i mean this this kid i haven't listened to his music so who knows right but like (laughs) Um, I'm sure it's very good. I'm sure Most it's Christian music really, is amazing. Really, really good. But uh, <laughs> one can guess that there's at least a little bit of skill and talent there, right? Sure. Um, sure. I mean, the, I don't know. That's probably a hard thing to pivot away from. But if he's any good, he, he's got a career, you know, as some kind of musician waiting for him. Um, Hopefully. You know, even if it's just, you know, studio musician. Sh- or should, just, should we write him some atheist songs? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I feel like we should we should just do him that favor just so that he can uh ha- continue his career <laughs> there was one not god a couple years ago wasn't there somebody doing like 
atheist music and it was like yeah and i don't want to make fun of anybody out there who's who's you know doing doing their thing right right like i remember i can't remember in what context you and i like it came to our attention for but but we were talking about it in, in the context of the show i don't think we talked about it on the show though um and I know I listened to one track and I was just like, nope, <laughs> nope, I don't need atheist music. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's mean, tricky. A- I mean, atheist music atheist... is any music that's not talking about God, right? Right. So. Yeah. Or, and, and the thing is, what we don't want, you don't need music that's like about not believing in a thing. That's not, that's not how, that's I not how music believe. or poetry. <laughs> I'm. I mean, you, it could be about like. Sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> it could be about finally feeling free. Oh yeah, like that yeah. is a thing, and finally, you know, and and about like a journey that's difficult. Yeah. That's something I'm that could be. I'm free to not believe. <laughs> you you have a a future in this business, Frank. <laughs> I feel like you're a you're just. On the spot, coming up with hit after hit. <laughs> I'm free <laughs> to, to be me. Because I, I, yeah, I, I, I see that wow, there's no belief <laughs> for me. I just think, I, you know, I, it's, it's always so interesting when someone high profile like that comes out. And we've seen it a few times. Uh, as we've done this this uh, podcast of ours, I just, you know, I I great. I really actually hope that he turns out to be an awesome ally, mm. and I wish him the best. Yeah, uh, and uh, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. It's uh, you know, well, and, 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 he, and maybe he'll start a podcast and instantly have way more followers than us. <laughs> <laughs> Little bastard. <laughs> you better have a Screw song. Screw him. Nah, fuck this yeah. guy. <laughs> How dare oh, he? Oh, <laughs> man. Um, well, no, like, I don't know. Like, we don't need to, you know, talk too much more about it. But he, uh, the, the, the one thought, the one final thought that I had was just sort of the one thing that I can also kind of just, you know, from from sort of your initial concerns about this and somebody standing up to to be, you know, potentially a, a dangerous sort of spokesperson or whatnot. I mean, the great thing about the atheist movement is that it's it's broadly a movement, right? Like it, it's 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 more a trend than it is a movement, right? Like yeah, like there's no cohesion. There's anybody who's tried to create. <laughs> we are we are just the biggest herd of cats as far as like because we're free thinkers yeah, and true. we have our own perspective and we 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 did something hard and and kind of unimaginable which is rejecting the for a lot of us at least those of us who didn't grow up as atheists um rejecting the worldview that we were presented with our you know growing up and, yeah and 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 so like i i think that i mean it would be a very short-lived attempt to, to for somebody to stand up and be like i am i'm the leader of of these people right <laughs> right it's like Come that's on. true. That's true. If <laughs> any anybody, it doesn't matter how high profile. If if Neil deGrasse Tyson said, "I can speak for all the atheists," uh, most of the atheists would be like, "That's some bullshit right there, man." <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> like we're a community of of contrarians and <laughs> right. Yeah, we. I mean, by our nature, we are all. We are we are free thinkers and we reject anyone speaking for us. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of our gig. That's it's kind of what, how yeah. Our if thing we could is. somehow coalesce around that, it would be a really cool thing. But right. we're not likely to do that, considering that's our nature. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hey, best of luck to John Steingard. I hope things go well yeah, for good luck. him. And uh, sorry, Hawk Nelson, but I'm afraid Oof. I won't be buying any of your albums anytime Just the soon. Name. Guys, just the name Hawk Nelson. Come on, screw yourselves. Do better. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, if you guys have anything you'd like to say, if you'd like to tell us uh, ways that we we should actually appreciate uh, atheist music, please feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. 
Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. That's the closed nature of it. It's what makes it great. Also find us on uh, Twitter at TGIAtheist. Yeah! And speaking of Facebook, thanks to Danny and Amy for being moderators on the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.